0: One, two. Okay, I'm recording. Hello, Jack. Okay, my waveforms look gorgina. <laughs> Hi, welcome to A Sucks. My name is Carl Kuhn. You may know me from my various music projects, Museum Mouth, Gay Meat, and my slight involvement with the band, Say Anything.
1: Hello, my name is Becca Hi, and I went out on a limb and tried a chickpea wrap. I bought them at the store. They feel and look like normal tortillas, but once they're in your mouth, it sucks. It's not the same. Don't recommend.
0: <laughs> is it? Are they crumbly?
1: No, that's what fooled me. I was like, these seem like normal tortillas. Let's get some extra protein going here. And uh, it's the worst texture once you eat it. It feels normal.
0: Famously is what you're supposed to do with a tortilla wrap. Eat it. (laughs) Eat it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and the two of us are gathered here today on Zoom to discuss a little album called-
1: Wait, did you want to hear about my wounds?
0: You um you yes. can cut
1: this. You can cut this.
0: No, I want to keep this in. Oh, Listeners, God. Becca is wounded and I have heard that the story is riveting, so she's about to tell it on the pod. Yes, as a, here goes.
1: As a twenty year <laughs> eight-year-old adult woman. Twenty eight year old. <laughs> as a twenty-eight year old woman, I <laughs> scraped my knee. I scraped my knee on a fucking playground. <laughs> Um, like I was 10 but um, I was in Durham and me and Ben and Courtney and Wyatt finished eating in a park and there's like a playground so I went to go explore the playground my curiosity you know just led me there I was like what is this it's like oh little signs for exercising with the pieces of playground equipment then I like go down the slide, whoo, so fun. Um, very weak, I cannot do monkey bars anymore. Um, I could when I was little, can't as an adult. I can stand on my tippy toes and do them. Uh, so there's <laughs> that like- doesn't
0: count.
1: There's this hot new playground equipment that's like, <laughs> it's like a disc. It's yes. like hollow in the middle and it's kind of on a slant and it spins, but there's no like handlebars or anything. You just, I am not really sure what you're supposed (laughs) to do. Graham was sitting on it with Wyatt and like we would spin him. Courtney was like trying to walk up to the top like an American Ninja Warrior type (laughs) obstacle thing. Um, And we were, I think we brought up like dang, I bet you can get this going really fast. (laughs) 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 And I was like, all right, I wanna try it like for real. So I got on it like I'm riding a crotch rocket motorcycle. I'm like, yes, this makes the most sense. I can hold on to this. Graham starts spinning it. As soon as it picks up speed, I go flying off of it (laughs) into the mulch. Basically, just like land on my shoulder, elbow, scrape my knee. Uh, Everyone's laughing. I'm in pain. (laughs) (laughs) And at first, I didn't realize I scraped my knee. And I was like, oh, my God, 10-year-old vibes. Shout out. Um, And I'm still suffering from that.
0: Well, Becca, I hate to hear that you're wounded, but I love that tale. And you know what? For a hot, you you took a risk and you tried a hot new piece of playground equipment, and it just didn't work out for
1: you. <laughs> I think there's a reason playgrounds are meant for kids and not adults. They could Deep. probably hang on to that and not go flying off. Their center of gravity, you know, exists. Kids exists.
0: But who is center kids. of gravity?
1: Kids. kids. Center. Kids Center of Gravity Kids by MGMT. <laughs> bum, bum, bum,
0: bum. All right. Anyway, that was wow. riveting. Nice. A round of applause. Um, well,
1: so that's Becca. why there was no podcast last week.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, Becca was wounded, and I was hanging with my boyfriend. And
1: his boyfriend in Chi-Town <laughs> <the laughs> <laughs> <laughs> she
0: don't, no one. Does anyone call it that?
1: The first time I went to Chicago, my mom said, she texted me and said, have fun in Chi-Town.
0: <laughs> How cute. Kim calls it that, so therefore everyone calls it that. Um, okay. Yeah, the podcast was going to be lo-fi if we did it last week, so we opted to just not do it. Uh. Yeah, that's
1: totally... Your brand
0: One day what? Well, oh my god Yeah you're not wrong One day we'll have A lo-fi up of the pod And listeners Just be ready Expect the unexpected But okay So Kala by M.I.A Originally Reese reese <laughs> Originally Reese's egged In um, In 2007 This record originally came out August 8th 2007 That's what I'm trying to say It came out on Excel And Interscope
1: You know, I met her drummer.
0: Whoa, how, where, why? Tell the Um, tale.
1: Back in my WHAM days, that stands for Women's Audio Mission, not the band WHAM. (laughs) Back Um, when
0: Becca was a member of WHAM. mm -hmm,
1: That's what Graham (laughs) thought. Um, But no, she like was a guest at the studio. She came by. Her name's Kieran Gandhi, and her and Beyonce's drummer, like, came and did, like, a recording drums, uh, workshop thing, and I, somewhere on the deep, dark web is an interview that me and a friend did with them.
0: Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize that I'm reading the wiki for the first time. I didn't realize that this record was initially intended to be produced by Timbaland, but, Mia was unable to gain a long-term work visa to enter the u.s
1: i feel like i did so much research before this good just thank you because it was fascinating there's so much more information on like the songs of this album and her and everything
0: okay well let's fucking Well, I guess let's talk about critical review first, and then I say, wait, also, what was life like for you when this record came out? I'm truly having to remind myself how to do the podcast. It's
1: been a while. I also thought yesterday was Tuesday, so in my brain it's Wednesday (laughs) for me and not fucking Thursday. Yeah,
0: the turnaround on this is going to be a little tight. Uh, A little tight. It's
1: my fault. I was supposed to leave, come back Monday, but... I did not, so now I'm all fucked up. I mean, Missunday. Sunday. I was supposed to come back Sunday, but 20 I came back Monday. Um, I'm
0: 28 years old, and I was supposed to come back Missunday. Becca. <laughs> uh,
1: what was I going to look up? What? No. Oh, 2007. I was going to do the math. Um <laughs> um 2007 minus 1993 i was 14 yeah that makes sense because i remember uh discovering this album in like eighth grade and being really into paper planes and uh yeah
0: Hell yes. I think this record I associate this record with um I was seventeen and I associate this record with like um with really tight skinny jeans and the introduction of the American apparel hoodie into my friend group and um just thinking that the world was really bright and cool and could become cooler. It's
1: like her video to boys.
0: I've actually never seen the vid oh for Boys, God, but I the album it. art alone, I feel like conveys that image.
1: You gotta watch the Boys video. It's like a, it's like the OG iPod commercials. It is it? Is so fun. I love it.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Let's. Um. I guess real quick, we can just talk real quick. Pitchfork gave this record a what? Eight
1: point
0: nine. Um, I think it's eight point nine. Best new music.
1: Mm mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's incredibly high, especially for the time.
1: And you know that um she like called out Pitchfork and basically blamed them for pushing the narrative that she wasn't the one behind all of her music. No. She I have this tab open. Um and it's from Pitchfork, and the title just says, M.I.A. confronts the haters. And she's like, the interviewer sits down expecting to interview her about Kala, but she kind of goes off about how like a lot of people are like, Diplo is the mastermind behind all the music and blah, 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 which is so infuriating. And I can understand her response in this interview because it gets to a certain point where it's just like, God, being a woman in music is exhausting and you're constantly being gaslit and discredited for the work you do. And that's basically what was happening to her. Um, And um, I went on a little rant. I wrote down a little rant.
0: Okay, let's hear it.
1: (laughs) Okay, the criticism she gets is infuriating, and I think it's mostly due to the fact that she is a woman of color. The fact that she has to defend herself saying that a man isn't the one making all of her music, etc. The Atlantic, another article I read, brings up how this album would do in today's time, referencing cultural appropriation, which is bullshit, because I think Maya is doing through her music what every old white man does through writing books about world music she just doesn't have a phd for it she has respect for it and gives credit where credit is due she actually traveled to these different countries to record and have the people featured on this album whereas bands like vampire weekend look to other white men who use these musical elements as its inspiration
0: go the fuck off that's all so incredibly true it's so funny i I don't know a ton about this record i was really into arular when it came out but that was kind of at like a time when i was not actively um i wasn't actively absorbing like music criticism i was just like oh i saw the vid for one of those songs Galong, i think it was like oh this is cool so like got into that record just sonically knew that there was a ton of press around it saw a bunch of stuff about it but never read any of it so like coming into kala and even to this day, now I when I listen to Mia, I'm always like, I wonder who is doing what. And when you see bigger name producers like Diplo attached to her, like her stuff, it's like it almost you almost can't assume that they're working on it because it doesn't sound like anything they work on. Like her fingerprint is all over all of this.
1: Yeah, she. Oh, I wish I wrote this down, but maybe okay. In the Pitchfork interview. Um, she said she finished Arular and met Diplo, um... On this album, I self-produced most of the album with Switch and nobody's talking about that. And it's because Switch doesn't really talk it up or he's not into self-promotion like that. Switch spent a year with me making my record and I'm really surprised how he doesn't really come across as the person that I've relied on most. I don't know. I just wanted to set the record straight and make sure that credit goes to people where it's due, I guess.
0: Hell yes. She's cool. She's like, she's always been cool. And I know that in like... The pop culture zeitgeist I know she's like Fallen into a little bit Of disfavor I remember there was Like a thing a couple years ago About her being anti-vax Or whatever But that's I feel like that is Ultimately probably just a, You can chalk that down To like a cultural difference mm-hmm. I mean if I had to Just truly guess Not having any of the receipts In front of me yeah. It's like Of, of course Like and, and everyone has Different views on How to live Their little lives So yeah, God just, for fucking bid Yeah
1: Like Reading so much On the criticism she got and what people were saying is just so maddening because it's like she like this album is like during the bush era and mm-hmm. a lot of it has to do with her being not being able to get a visa to work in the u.s because any brown person was a suspected terrorist and like Jesus. um also she was like on a like on a list of like a potential terrorist because of who her dad was. But she even mentioned, she's like, you can't help who you're born to. Like her dad wasn't even part of her life. So like when people were like, you support terrorism or whatever, like she has to defend dumb shit like that. And also the whole like class thing being like, being able to fly around. But I'm like, she literally grew up as like a refugee. Like she, the family had to flee from Sri Lanka or maybe a different part of India because of a civil war going on. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, and all these people criticizing her are just like white men and women. And it's like, you have no idea.
0: (laughs) Yes, yeah. Especially this this era of music criticism, it was truly like the cockiest, broiest white boy, but like masquerading as like I read books vibes. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. Yes. This record is so cool. Okay. Do you want to dive into the tracklist? Oh, list? Yeah.
1: I mean, I could go on forever about the shit MIA had to, has gone through in terms and of. And continues.
0: The fucking yeah. Super Bowl of it all.
1: Oh, that was awesome iconic moment
0: it really it's so funny i've i've revisited that moment a couple of times with a couple different friends over the years and it is truly insane how fast it happens <laughs> <laughs> like and the amount of like discourse and the fallout from that it just doesn't even match the actual event in any way shape or form
1: So it's crazy so annoying it's like oh an outspoken woman doing anything everyone shit on her and say she doesn't make her own music. Fuck out of here. Ugh.
0: Okay. Alright. <laughs> Kala opens with a iconic track. Track one. It's called Bamboo Banga.
1: Do you know the <laughs> song she's sampling here? I
0: can see that there's a the thing about all Genius by Adult. I haven't even clicked it yet.
1: I. It's in the Pidgefork review. They... Credit Jonathan Richmond, which is the Modern Lovers. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Which was annoying to me because I went to look it up on Spotify and was like, Jonathan Richmond. And I was looking for Roadrunner. And then I was like, no, it's the Modern Lovers.
0: Oh,
1: Uh, yeah. It's a good song. Um, (laughs) Yeah. What were you gonna say?
0: I wasn't gonna say anything. Uh-huh. I was gonna say I did not know about the modern lovers of it all. I don't. I feel like I truly don't know fuck shit about this record. I just remember being like in before Paper Planes ever became the national anthem, which it did. Um, I feel like I was. I was so young and dumb when I was absorbing this record. I was just like truly, truly into the vibe and the sound.
1: Right i mean i honestly don't really understand most of the words she says um probably because she has a british accent maybe that's really (laughs) strong and sometimes she like talks really fast but uh also
0: there's like vernacular that i feel like we as white people living in north carolina don't (laughs) encounter
1: (laughs) correct but like when i was playing it however many weeks ago and like Legendary <laughs> had just come back on uh-huh. I was like I want a ball to this to like every <laughs> song I was like I need to see a ball performance to this song like trying to duck walk <laughs>
0: oh Becca duck walking to Bamboo Becca I <gasps> love that image
1: I mean uh, the the program oh M.I.A. coming back with
0: power ow. power that shit is so good. The way the beat changes there too for a second, I literally could lose, I could fall out every time that happens. is listening to the track, it's absolutely blasting.
1: And the friggin, meow, meow that pants. the
0: Roadrunner sound.
1: There's like programmed drums that come in that are so good
0: yeah they're like the four on the floor kind of vibe,
1: and then all of her extra vocals in it too,
0: so there's so much interesting panning with the vocals on this record. I love that we're just gonna end up listening to this record. Uh, yes <laughs> also, a funny thing I didn't realize about this record is it's fairly long in terms of like numerical length, like minute wise, and the songs are all fairly long but they kind of fly by in my opinion
1: yeah, they do um, I
0: think Bamboo Banga it's just such a good opening track It. it's not like mega attention there are songs on this record I feel like convey more of your immediate attention but I feel like this sets the tone so 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 well
1: I'm reading the genius that for the line on verse 2 that says, yeah, I'm bored of banana. I want guanabana.
0: What is that?
1: That's what I'm looking at. MIA is bored of eating dull fruit. <laughs> she wants a more exotic fruit. Guanabana is a fruit native to Central America, the Caribbean, North, Northern South America, Colombia, Brazil. Okay, tell me what it tastes like.
0: It looks crazy.
1: Guanabana. I want to try one.
0: Hurt you? Um, with
1: a with an aroma similar to pineapple, the flavor of the fruit has been described as a combination of strawberries and apple, with sour citrus flavor notes, contrasting with an underlying thick, creamy texture reminiscent of banana. Girl, what the fuck? That sounds delicious. That really does. That's gonna be the next Lacroix flavor.
0: <laughs> guanabana. It's gonna call. It's gonna. Be, it's gonna called. It's gonna be called. <laughs> uh, bamboo banga guanabana.
1: Am I a special Lacroix <laughs> edition?
0: <laughs> That'd be sick. A sickening collab. I think bamboo benga absolutely rocks.
1: Yeah. Bamboo banger rocks.
0: Bamboo, bamboo banger absolutely rocks. (laughs) (laughs) All right, track two. Track two. Track two is a song called Bird Flew. Becca, was this not the first single from this record? I think it, it was, was. <laughs> it was, okay, that's what I thought. I texted, I was listening to the record on plane. I text Becca via the horrible plane wifi and I say, it is so crazy to me that bird flu was the first single from this record. And she goes, who told you that? And I said, my memory.
1: I said, what's your source?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever. And you
1: said, I thought I remember reading somewhere that or something and no, I was I've like the oh, music so then. your brain is your or your memory is your source
0: yeah I have a good memory and it was right this time and this song is absolutely nuts
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love her unconventional use of sounds
0: it's like literally everything is like a snare drum or a hi-hi in this song
1: thick on the underground what's the point of knocking me down What? What? (laughs) Like Carl tried to mimic all the sounds. I literally, I'm gonna acapella
0: cover this song and it is going to be insane boots. The squawk sound.
1: So good.
0: It's like, I love that the song says that it has a chorus, but it all feels like the chorus or the verse. Are you not, you don't agree?
1: I don't think this song song has a chorus.
0: It says on Genius. I see. I I see.
1: I mean, the vocal melody changes a little bit, but like, (laughs) that's it man yeah, streets are making
0: I'm keeping that in
1: <laughs> when I get fat I'll pop me out some leaders this is all about you know women's uh projected roles in this mm-hmm. world um
0: I love the second verse lyrics are so good. The protocol to be a rock aware model. I didn't really drop the way my legs hit the hurdle. Protocol to be a rocker on a label. It didn't really drop that way my beats were too evil. She's so cool. And she's so, so she is like, she has such an amazing sense of self and such an amazing self-awareness. She's like truly a fully fucking formed artist with a fully formed vision. We love her. This song is crazy, though. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe it was the first single. Do you think it was first single because of the bird flu? Do you think it was like a timely thing?
1: Was the bird flu ever? I remember swine flu.
0: Bird flu was after swine flu, but was arguably more of a big deal. It was definitely a bigger international deal. Swine flu was like... A US thing,
1: remember when I got swine flu? <laughs>
0: Never forget when you had swine flu.
1: <laughs> Graham told me Ben had swine flu, like for real, diagnosed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I'm, I'm people died most definitely, but there um, is something so when you are a child and you are experiencing a mass infection of swine flu that is just funny
1: i don't even since i was never officially diagnosed because my parents never took us to the doctor i just assume i had it because my eyes got so gunky like i would close like take a nap for like 30 minutes and my eyes would be like glued shut from That's all the guys
0: go- right
1: and that is the only time that has happened to me so it's like <laughs> it's swine flu <laughs>
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> I love the logic I think bird flu Despite being an absolutely bonkers piece of music I love it I think it's so sickening I think it rocks
1: Yeah, it rocks
0: Slay Alright, track three is
1: Buzz Buzz
0: Okay, yeah. Track three is "Boys." Uh
1: na 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 na. how many?
0: Okay, do you want me to do it literally in this moment?
1: Yeah, while I talk about how someone on Genius I think commented how this song always reminds them of their first Pride Parade.
0: That's honestly so cool.
1: How many? All I have to say about this song is that it's real fun.
0: It is so fun. There are like a handful of songs on this record that like the vibe is just so fun and so right. And this is the first one where it's just like, oh my God, my head could shoot off of my body. Oh, this (laughs) bit is beautiful.
1: iPod commercial.
0: Very that. I wish it was in more than 480p.
1: (laughs) It's also like I wish there was a dancing visual to every one of these songs. Yeah. And this provides one for me, which I like.
0: Did she make the cover art for this record? Do you know? I don't know. I'm pretty sure she made the cover art for Arular. I think that she... I God, I hope I'm not talking on my little bum and ass right now, but I'm pretty sure she's visual art vibes.
1: Yeah, she went to school for those three. It was like visual art, design, video or something.
0: Yeah, because this vid, the vid for boys feels like she, it has like her fingerprints all over it in terms of the visual aesthetic and the weird effects and colors that are happening. God, she's cool. All right, sorry, I'm going to have to cut this, edit this down a little bit, but I'm trying to read a thing about her visual art.
1: I'm watching the video. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, so she made the cover art for this record with uh or for Arular with a friend, but obviously it is seemingly a lot Obviously she has an aesthetic since Kala also very much looks like this. Um okay. I feel like I could truly sit here for twenty years. I should have done more research on up front. I'm so sorry. We
1: had like four weeks, Carl. But yeah, I well, didn't do it until today either.
0: We had two weeks and seven of those days i was with somebody trying to make the okay frog sips the wine on your end of the zoom the way you always turn in profile to do that <laughs> <laughs> okay now i understand why
1: <laughs> um,
0: okay boys is fucking crazy too but in like in a way that is like obviously more digestible a little more normal song structures some song structure vibes um how many boys are crazy
1: how many boys are raw
0: how many boys are rowdy
1: how many saw, Owa! Owa! god uh, how many tequilas in the place
0: i saw that how
1: many beers are in the case
0: this is a party anthem
1: it really is i just i want to freaking uh, go to a water park
0: oh my god yes i was not it's not where my mind goes instantly but that's what i want to do
1: yeah we should do that does Cooking six flags chicken have up, a up water on the wall park?
0: with the system up on full <laughs> sorry <laughs> does six flags have a water park yeah i don't know I've never been to Six Flags. Wait, maybe I have.
1: I went when I was little, but I think I live near it now. Mm. I got an ad that they were hiring, LOL.
0: Okay, well, <laughs> I'm gonna get a job there.
1: Hell no. <laughs> um, um.
0: I mean, this song is a sleigh. I'm honestly gonna say this song, FUGS.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh I'll say it rocks.
0: Okay, I will say that there is sort of like a tone that is like not necessarily the most. They're not the song's not praising men and boys. It is definitely kind of like uh it's commentary on the overarching probably patriarchy of society. Especially I'm reading now this refrain at the very end mm-hmm. with the little parenthetical, "Oh gosh, it's the new warlord." It's like Yeah. Yeah, that's it's unfortunate. Cool. And it so is cool. Fun. <laughs> it's all fine. Men are evil. It's all fine. And yeah. that is tea. Um,
1: that is
0: tea and also <laughs> fine.
1: Unlike <laughs> <laughs> doesn't Charlie XCX have a song called Boys?
0: Yeah, but it's about thinking about boys and how she has a crush on boys.
1: Wow, that sucks. Boys suck. I love
0: that song though. And I am dating a boy, so I like boys. Carl
1: please cut this but and also there's a lot of christian boys out there which is i'm like oh yeah that's like a thing <laughs> christian boys
0: welcome back to the south bitch
1: <laughs> it's hot
0: <laughs> that's hot um
1: okay okay
0: okay all right track 4 is a song called Jimmy. Uh, wow. I did not. This is, this is speaking to the North Carolina ism of it all. I didn't know what Bollywood was before I heard this song. This is what like I learned as a about teen?
1: Bollywood. What? Like as a teen.
0: Yes, as a teen. Okay. I had not not the slightest clue about the Bollywood cinema of it all.
1: Um, I looked up. This song, I mean, she's basically just covering a song from a film called Disco Dancer that was, like, a Bollywood film. And I looked it up, and uh, it's cute. I couldn't find the scene. I just found the original song.
0: How different is this version?
1: Not different. (laughs) I think, um, like, the Jimmy Aja, Mm -hmm. that's... The, that's the name of the song in Disco Dancer, but I obviously like the verses she yeah. she made up. And I guess the yeah. bridge. But also, the, like, the verse... Sorry, the verses no. in the original song are in a different language, so... Who knows?
0: I remember watching a promo, a piece of promo for season nine of Drag Race, of RuPaul's Drag Race. And I remember my favorite queen Asha saying that she got her name from this song. <laughs> or I think it was from like the original Bollywood version of this song. Oh. But she like sings a little like Jimmy, Asha. Yeah. And she's like, that's how I got my drag name. Which I think that's cute. Little anecdote for cute. for the children. Love it. Um when you go, Rwanda Congo, take me on your genocide tour. The lyrics are crazy and the song sounds so beautiful
1: jimmy hit me
0: i love hit me up on aim trying to flip me on some game
1: she's really obsessed with aim (laughs) i mean she has a whole album just named aim
0: were you not obsessed with aim
1: i don't think so i stopped after the one after this well with bad girls on it
0: uh sometimes apps like that apps the in the world before apps sometimes applications like those have a longer shelf life in other countries and bigger mass appeal in other countries like you know the whatsapp of it all
1: what are you talking about?
0: Have you never used the app whatsapp
1: yes, I had to a lot
0: you've yeah I was gonna say I feel like you are a travel but like
1: queen. what is what are you taught like what does this have Some, to do with anything
0: <laughs> that could explain why she was obsessed with AIM for so long that's AOL instant messenger uh, I
1: know what AIM is I called it AIM <laughs> but I asked Courtney this past weekend I was like what was your first like email address or like AIM <laughs> handle <laughs> She told me our sisters, which is really funny, and isn't funny unless you write it down and look at it. Um, is
0: it an anagram?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, just ask. Message Courtney. She, okay. Um. Okay. Yeah, that got lost in translation for me. I. Okay. Interesting.
0: What do I need to rephrase what I was saying? No. <laughs> Why are you hiding behind your? I'm
1: not hiding. Filter? I'm just making sure I'm on mic. Okay. <laughs> I'm so high. The vibe
0: of this is so funny today. This is
1: the most chaotic lackluster episode
0: yes but i think that it will they they always have a crowd jewel moment so listeners please keep listening <laughs> it's
1: gonna rain <laughs> stop checking the weather we need rain carl okay
0: oh my god we're gonna be recording this up next week still.
1: <laughs> no because uh I gotta watch Legendary.
0: Me too, I thought I had an, an- Sorry. I, <laughs> I, all right, real quick, who do you think is gonna win? You have to say one house right now, the whole thing.
1: Oh my God, I'm so bad at their names.
0: Becca, we've got five eps in.
1: Oh my God, hold on. Um, Let me adjust. Uh, she's
0: leaving. <laughs>
1: okay, bye.
0: I think Tishi's gonna take it all.
1: I'm looking at my past text to you to see what house I was talking about with the last episode.
0: You were, you texted me about Tishi and you texted me about Orichi. Oh my! The editing, Becca. There's a chance I might have to have you edit this app, because <laughs> I have like a lot of shit to do next week. That is totally the next, fine because okay, I the next ain't few got- days.
1: I have nothing going on.
0: Okay, I there's going to be a lot of beautiful pregnant pauses for you to edit out.
1: Tchi, okay. Tchi yes. or Arici. Tchi or Arici. Or- Arici. You,
0: you, you think Tchi or Arici? Tchi or
1: Arici. Tchi or Arici. Super house group.
0: Tchi or Arici. The house of Tchi Nino Arici.
1: Anyways. Uh... <laughs> Hot Jimmy, acha Jimmy, acha. Should I learn that on violin?
0: Would you please?
1: I'll try if I will give
0: that to the Patreon listeners. Oh my god, (laughs) Becca's Jimmy Acho cover. You tell me that you're busy Your love, it gets me crazy I know that you hear me start acting like you want me I love this song This song is psycho good This song is timeless too And knowing that this is essentially more or less a reimagining of another song That is more or less this song I'm gonna say this song fucks
1: It rocks
0: Sickening All right, track five, Hustle. This is the first instrumental on this record that is absolutely menacing. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally scary as fuck. (gasps) You think it's tough now, don't don't, come to after, you think it's tough, don't don't, don't, come to after, the fucking, that interlude part is crazy.
1: The song Hustle began as an image in M.I.A.'s head of refugees being smuggled in boats but she expressed musically by imagining how, if they banged that beat on the side of a boat, what would it sound like? That's why it's all echoey and submarine-y. The sounds on the intro were recorded from, I'm so sorry, Carillon fishermen chanting as they pull their fishing boats into the water. Wow. I also would like to dedicate this song to my friend who also struggled with visa issues and lives in the UK named Hessel. Okay. That is one letter away from the way they <laughs> spell Hustle. On this track,
0: Becca, I love that you just dedicated a song to someone on this podcast.
1: <laughs> I doubt she'll listen, but uh, maybe yeah, she she's, will.
0: It's just like, I don't want to listen to these fucking white nincompoops discuss MIA. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now that your camera is it's like crazy. on the camera. <laughs>
0: On the ground (laughs) What? It
1: just looks like you're staring at me
0: I am uh,
1: (laughs) Say something
0: Say something I'm giving up (laughs) on you I think this song is absolutely (laughs) Why are you (laughs) Like is drinking wine in the corner of her room She's 500 feet away from her mic I'm
1: really not (laughs) <laughs> it's
0: because
1: my mic is like. If you saw in person, it looks like I'm really far.
0: <laughs> but oh awful. my god! We should just stop now and just edit what we have and release it and just say sorry.
1: No, we can get through I, this. Okay. Okay. Hustle. I already explained everything. The preverb effect on her vocals is cool. You say it's creepy. <laughs>
0: Well I just think in general the whole song It has a very ominous creepy sort of vibe I like the reverb on the vocals I think it's really um, An interesting choice Interesting stylistic choice I love this song I'm like reading the lyrics Again I'm so sorry I should have done more upfront. This is a record I'm now like learning as a 30 year old That I did not know fucking shit about As a teen when I first got it
1: you do it cheap
0: Hide our money in the heap I love this song.
1: Hustle, 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 grind, grind, grind. When's everyone got a hustle on their mind.
0: This song is cool. I think, like in my most unfortunately, ex- embarrassingly Caucasian interpretation of the song and the themes of it, and just the overall like ethos of it, it truly is like, why would you ever talk about? having a dream job, like why dream of labor at all. Um, I think the song rocks.
1: Mm-hmm. It rocks. I love
0: that. And, oh, wait, wait, is that not the Vampire Weekend of it all? Is that is this oh, not the song that they sample
1: Yeah. for
0: Diplomat son?
1: I also love when she says, tube, one second, my phone's ringing. <laughs> It's my, it's my friend, friend Habibi.
0: Habibi Yeah, that line is so cute She is just so charismatic mm-hmm. She's like truly one of the most charismatic performers I think Hustle featuring African Boy rocks
1: It rocks
0: Track six, Mango Pickled Down River
1: There's didgeridoo <laughs> in this song
0: Yeah I am... Um, <laughs> I didgeridoo is this obviously I have no connection whatsoever to a, the the Aboriginal or First Nations people of Australia, but I love the sound of didgeridoo. <laughs> it's really it's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's like one of my favorite tones. Just as a human with ears on their head.
1: And when we get home, we play some didge.
0: Didge plays some didge.
1: This song is cute. Um, I think it was this rap group's single. Oh, it was already a song. Yeah, the Will Cania <gasps> mobs. Um, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. But basically, like, M.I.A. added some verses to it. Really? Yeah.
0: Crazy. This is like when, um, what is the song on... Life of Pablo that was already a song and then Kanye just like wrapped one verse and put it on his record oh man the editing on this designer and then the song the Kanye song is maybe part two yeah it's part two Becca <laughs> that's where she has her arms crossed she looked like she was asleep the editing on this house i think I kind of view the song a little different now, knowing that it wasn't like they didn't build it from the ground up for this record not is
1: you can tell too in the um well, not that this is like the tell sign of it, but just the like recording quality of it is like not like the other songs
0: yeah i mean, definitely sonically yeah it it feels the actual just tracking of it all sounds and feels a little different but i didn't i didn't realize that i don't i don't know i i still think it rocks
1: <laughs> um there's some like really sick record scratching at the end that right. in addition to the didgeridoo rocks typically um since it's all just rapping, I typically would be like, eh, but there's didgeridoo. too. I mean, come on.
0: Okay, so you air eh, when rapping is happening, back uh Huh <laughs> Did you say do you say you typically air eh, when it's just nothing but rapping?
1: Yeah, I mean it's just straight up rapping. <laughs> there's no there's no like And it's kind of like the same instrumentation throughout um, until the end and then there's like that record scratching.
0: Yeah, but I feel like I kind of see what you're saying where it's just like a one note sort of thing. But in general, I feel like there's so much charisma in the delivery from these people in the Walconia mob. They sound young, Mm -hmm. which I think is so-
1: And they're good
0: yeah they're really good i think this song is really cool and um i definitely god i hate that we're we should just revisit this record after i've actually done the research because i'm learning a lot and i'm it's intriguing and i don't know i like this
1: i learned today that mia has a book which i now need to read yes 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 um I like fish and, ma- I wanna know what mango pickle is cause it sounds like good. something I would like.
0: Yeah, it sounds really good. I think mango pickle down river rocks.
1: How many times are we gonna say it, rocks?
0: I don't know, I, okay, track seven, <laughs>
1: $20. This is probably my favorite song on this album oh, today. Really? As an adult woman, As a 28-year-old. This is my favorite song on this record.
0: I'm going to listen to five seconds of it because I know I can see all these lyrics and I recognize them all, but I just... Uh,
1: I can't even hit that note that she does after the choruses. That's like really... really
0: Oh, this is the Blue Monday song.
1: No, this is the Pixie song.
0: I think this is a sample of oh, Blue Monday. Oh, it is, it
1: is. Oops.
0: Oh my God, the gaslighting that occurs on this podcast.
1: <sighs> Sorry. Two confident
0: people that just trust themselves. That's all it really is. It's it not took me
1: a while, because I didn't pick up on that until I read it, and I had to listen to both of those songs Like this song in Blue Monday multiple times To be like what the fuck is the (laughs) bass (laughs) line
0: I think I I think the first time I heard this I knew it was a Blue Monday sample Because I had oddly enough had a huge phase with that song in high school Um, And then I didn't really get into New Order until After Kala came out But yeah I knew like immediately I was like oh I recognize this (laughs) But it's like a really cool use of those notes Oh, and I guess, oh, it is Pixies in the Where's My Mind.
1: There's just the sound and the mixing, the sounds, the mixing is so strong on this song. Yeah. I'm listening to it.
0: I think the song slays ass and a hole. Do you think the... ha? <laughs> this is all for that?
1: <laughs> that was beautiful.
0: Thank you. Do you think it's an intentionally a uh, Pixies reference?
1: Yes, <laughs> it's the entire course of Where's My Mind.
0: Oh, is it? Yes! Oh, I guess it is.
1: Carl, did you know I went through a major Pixies phase in high school? When?
0: In high school? Yeah. I didn't know that. We could easily
1: review any Pixies <laughs> record for the pod.
0: That's so fun. I did not know that. I that when I think about where is my mind that song I really only think about the lyric where is my mind. But yeah.
1: There's a really sick part where she says there's a there's 24 hours in a day. I used to split it 8 8 8 8 work, 8 sleep and 8 for play. Yeah. That has a really they like kind of switch up the the base of the beat.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: that's really cool we're
0: both swaying um, listeners
1: and then after yeah, the that part's really second cool. chorus there's a really cool sound moment I wish I wrote down what that was but I'll just have to listen it's coming I'm already there ah it's like this really cool like under it almost sounds like we go underwater for a second and hear the drums it's like boop boop Fair, I like it.
0: <laughs> Hell yes!
1: This song, fucks.
0: There you go, listeners. All right, track eight, a song called World Town.
1: Question. This,
0: what? What did you say? I
1: said question.
0: What's your question?
1: In your iTunes, what is this song called?
0: World Town. Damn. Why? What's it called in yours?
1: <laughs> Mine is called Down River, but it's the song World Town.
0: <laughs> Weird. A
1: mean, me, me, me.
0: Yeah, hands up, guns out, represent the World Town. Uh, this song is a banger. The song is wild as well.
1: Is it a bamboo banger?
0: <laughs> bamboo banger?
1: Shut <laughs> up, that's what it is called. Uh, I'm not okay. British. <laughs> I,
0: I I am not British. I
1: say my R's, but if I was British, that would be like ass. I say my ass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love sick of all the shit that's keeping me down. If you're dead from the waist down, it's easy staying down. T. That's actually T.
1: Uh, World I love
0: this. Okay, you go. <laughs> oh, this episode. <laughs> this poor episode. <laughs> oh, I'm honestly grateful there's not a guest here today. <laughs> I'm just gonna sip my wine. I'm just gonna check the weather real quick. <laughs> I, I have, I think there's a 0% chance in hell that Maya, Miss MIA, would ever listen to this. But if she does happen to click on this, I'm so sorry. You deserved better.
1: Okay, World Town used instrumentation from the temple music. She recalled waking up to as a child in Sri Lanka.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: Stop it. We're
0: over an hour into recording. I'm gonna just sing this song, rocks. (laughs) I (laughs) don't (laughs) know what I'm talking about, but I just want to listeners okay. I just don't need to clarify there's nothing funny about this song. I feel like the subject matter of this song is actually probably really
1: serious. Oh my god. World town uh rocks. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. I don't even remember if I said so yeah World Town Rocks alright track 9 the turn
1: um this song is like a skip for me it's it's uh it's already like the slow song but it, it's way too long
0: it's almost 4 minutes
1: I like it up to like verse 3 and then I'm like okay
0: yeah, I, um, I will say something about this record I really love is that like so much of the percussion is hand drum and hand drum samples. I like love, <laughs> is
1: everything all right? My AC just turned on and I didn't know what it was.
0: <laughs> Becca, you look like you've been to war. I'm right so <laughs>
1: hot. The sun came out. I thought it was gonna rain.
0: yeah it's actually funny i i think there might have been a version of this record i owned that didn't have the turn on it because i listening to it on the plane i was like okay wait i know this song but i don't know this song super well um i i like the like slow kind of like lumbering lackadaisical lackadaisical there's an s in there yeah lackadaisical kind of movement of it the verses are the lyrics are obviously serious verse four the war in me makes a warrior like a pit bull getting with a terrier i'm better off in north korea Yeah, dropping from a barrel of a carrier it's like the imagery is crazy
1: mm-hmm.
0: but in general i don't i think the song still rocks i don't think there are any bad songs on this record which is so cool I'm yeah i think lyrics. this being kind of like a more lyric heavy and less like Infectious melody heavy song. I think the song rocks.
1: I think the song is <clears throat> fine.
0: Sickening. All right. Track 10, XR2. Now. But this where were you in '92, baby? This song Sorry. is this is how we do it, 2 The boys like five five, zero, zero, five, twenty, twenty, thunder, twelve, oh, nine. Took a right good time Igu all that time. I literally, yeah. Boom, boom, clap, Have you ever seen that the freestyle vid? Yes. Okay, just making sure. That's
1: why I called you Iggy Azalea.
0: igloo Azalea.
1: I was in my mom's stomach in '92. How about you? <laughs>
0: Every time she asks you in that song You say that You're like I was, I, I was in I, I was in my mom's stomach <laughs> um, In 1992 I My family moved to North Carolina Funny enough From New York So I was probably in the back of a car I was probably driving the car <laughs> <laughs> I love this song This is my favorite song on this record I used to think it was Jimmy But it's this song This song is absolutely, it does, this song has all the mass appeal of Paper Planes, but it has not been, you know, it's not, it hasn't been overplayed like Paper Planes. Not to say that Paper Planes has even been overplayed. That's like a song that I recently heard via pop culture and was like, wow, this song fucking rocks, I always forget.
1: I wanna put this song to the vid of goths dancing under a bridge or like in a field. Oh, as our multimedia director, I'll get on that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you are also editing the set. Remember, so don't bite off
1: too much. And so much, I don't know if there's I can do so, it because you know I have so, so much, much going on. Um, <clears throat> this is all about her rave days,
0: which I want to have rave days. So, anthem.
1: This is playing in the background. Okay, this is hypothetical. This is in my brain. This song is playing in the background of a scene where someone does coke and then it's like a sped up montage of them partying.
0: That's yes, music director vibes.
1: Hire me, please. There's so many fun bleep bloop sounds.
0: Tons of them. Is there who has production credits on this? Oh, Diplo. That explains that. Bo <laughs> yeah i love this song um the lyrics are so i love the shit in um the third verse where she, uh when she does the when the music music's, music's got a beat then that's what gets me some say and then there's all the sound effects it's like truly like a sounding board for the effects some say lo- all those like fun
1: <clears throat> i love verse four Thanks. oh sorry did i were you finished Yes. I'm sorry. Oh,
0: where she's just listing off...
1: Things that are three. <laughs> like XR2, 808, MP3, MC8, XOX to MC5, MTV, had ADD, NBC, <laughs> NBET, BBC, is OAP, REM, KLF, IQ up the ICQ, CB4, CPT, BBD, and ATL. P... <sighs> Atl, that's me. Um, Pdd had Big. NYC had R and Joe Jodashi. XXX I heart U S L two. Whew All of these no, are really like real references too. It's not bullshit. Really
0: no, it's it's not. She's not truly making shit up. Which is cool. Her brain is so beautiful.
1: Whistle, whistle, blow, blow. Here we, here Here we, we here we go, go. go. Yeah.
0: Truly, just viewing this as uh fucking party rockers anthem vibes, the song automatically rocks. The lyrics are just also amazing. Therefore, you simply cannot deny that this song fucking fucks.
1: I think the song rocks.
0: Slay, Mama. Track eleven. Uh, Paper planes. Uh, this song stopped time. I remember when I got this record. I was like, "What the? F- why the fuck wasn't this the first single?" But also, like, I do get it because it's not like the record sounds like this song, <clears throat> really. Yeah. Um, Becca, what do you think about Paper Planes?
1: Um. You know, it samples straight to hell by the clash, which I like that song a lot. Um, yeah,
0: that song is very good.
1: There is, okay, I have a bone to pick with the song. There is some sloppy editing on her vocals <laughs> in this song, especially at the end of Pumpin' Our Gas, and then some parts in the first verse. I'm just like, mm, mm-mm, clean this up. We need to clean this up. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's like, like you said, it's the national anthem.
0: I like, I kind of like the editing. It feels, it makes this all feel way more relatable and less like a, you know, big budget pop song, which it kind of, What? I do, I'm not saying that this is that at all.
1: I love how you say the sloppy vocal editing makes it feel relatable to me, but like it's like simple vocal editing where it's like they just <laughs> didn't trim a clip of her of her vocals enough, so we start yeah. to hear the next line, yeah, but it's cut off like that's that's bad. That's not relatable. That's just bad. T
0: T T. Maybe I'm thinking more of the quality of the way of how it's all mixed and how it sounds. Becca, <laughs> you look like you want to strangle my ass.
1: <laughs> I feel like that meme of or I guess it's a gif of the like puppet bear thing with the side eye that's just like <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the vibe completely Now that the wine is gone
1: Okay I'll let you finish Go ahead <laughs> I think that
0: I I like I hate to use this adjective Because this adjective may, It discredits the work that goes into All audio recording and editing with music But this song feels Homespun to me in a way that endears me to it So wholeheartedly Outside of how infectious it is musically that's what I'm trying to say. It like feels like it feels like you or I could have opened our MacBook and within like an hour we could have a version of this song that is just maybe slightly worse than this song. You don't think so?
1: I personally could not because
0: um, <laughs> we could tag team it.
1: I would be able to edit the vocals.
0: I you maybe maybe whoever edited the vocals on this was also one gigantic glass of wine into it and it just rolled around on the floor. <laughs> it was just that was not a like, gigantic glass of click, wine, click, Carl. Click, click, click. That was a normal-sized glass of wine. There's something up with the perspective on this angle and it looks humongous. It looked big.
1: I mean, it's a big glass, but I filled it up like a normal amount.
0: Okay, well, the way that we have been fighting this whole episode is just really iconic. <laughs> Uh, Pirate skulls and bones Sticks and stones and weed and bogs Run (laughs) it No fucking
1: way! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Carl just walked out oh, <laughs> 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 he walked out he's a blur he's drinking kombucha
0: Becca, that was unfucking believable.
1: <laughs> Did you go get a kombucha?
0: I got. uh, I bought a random spike seltzer. Oh, it's that brand Cersei.
1: Ah, never heard of
0: it. Ah, uh, I would. I mean, famously, I would love to get. I'd love to run ads for something like that, but it can't be fizzy because every time I've ever drank fizzy, I've thrown up. <gasps> oh no! I. That's what I tell them, and that's why I say in the ads. <laughs> Vizzy, the only hard seltzer with antioxidant vitamin C. It'll make you throw up. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, paper planes is again its national anthem. You can't even escape this song. Mm. Also, I, I feel like we need to give the listeners some context. Becca was just playing her wine glass. <laughs> it was really. It what is like?
1: It was good. <laughs> it was really
0: good. What is that called? I don't know. There's a term for that when you when you see people play the crystal glass by rubbing the rim. Becca, I listen. I'm just gonna give you an editing note in in real time. This episode cannot be as long.
1: As I it is know. Right now. I okay. only have an hour and 18 minutes, and we're on the next too. to last song.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But what if I didn't saying,
1: cut anything out?
0: That would I it would truly we would lose our our listeners completely. <laughs> Becca's like, I've got the power. <laughs> <laughs> She's power trip hog. Um
1: paper planes. Yeah. If you don't know just, it, uh what?
0: Yeah. No one on the corner has swag like Oz Hit me on the burner phone or the burner prepaid wireless. We pack and deliver like UPS trucks already going hard, just pumping that gas. I mean, there's All just like do- every line. Psh psh, psh. and uh and take your money she's pantomiming the acts of of the chorus this song is like
1: my favorite part of this song is pirate skulls and bones Sticks and stones and we and bogs when they hit them. Please <laughs> yeah. by the system. Well,
0: Becca, I'll have you know, I was singing that exact line when you started playing <laughs> the glass. <laughs> I know you were a little distracted, but... <laughs> this is out.
1: Oh, my God. Um... <clears throat>
0: I think the song absolutely fucks.
1: I, like, want to say it fucks, but I just... I feel like it's associated so much with, like, Pineapple Express culture. That's not weed culture. It's the type of guy who thinks they're the best movie ever made is Pineapple Express, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like how... I don't know where I'm going
0: I do know I forget that that type of man exists and I also have never seen that movie because I refuse to watch movies about normal people doing normal things and unfortunately smoking weed is a normal thing so I just I forget about that but yes that is a type of man and I hate that you have that association for this song because this song is better than that I mean
1: it's Seth Rogen right
0: yes it is Seth Rogen famous potter
1: Okay, well, I will say paper, planes, rocks.
0: Okay, sickening as fuck and hell. The very last song is a song called Come Around. It smells really weird in here. Let me just make sure the cats aren't burning anything down. Mm. It smells like fire, and I don't think it's a candle.
1: Loud. It really is, since when has it ever been so loud? I, really cannot do. I gotta fill it up with some liquid to create a different pitch.
0: <laughs> the way that I came back in the room I could hear it through the headphones. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> All right, come around. Uh, this is I think this is the only song on the record that actually ended up being produced by Timbaland.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, her original. I mean, she was trying to come to the U.S. to work on this record with Timbaland, but... Yes. They wouldn't let her in, so... Um, fun fact, when I was, like, 16 or 15, um, I was obsessed with learning the rap to this song, learning all the words. <laughs> all I wanted to do was be able to rap to this song. I loved this song.
0: Okay. I think- You're talking about Timbaland's verse?
1: Both, M-I-A and Timbaland. Okay. Um, I think now it's a bummer that the album closes with Timbaland. Why? Because it's M.I.A.'s album and the last person we hear is Timbaland. Uh,
0: Oh, that's a good point. No, isn't there a last? Oh, Mm -hmm. no. Yeah, that's right. All right. Yeah, that's weird. But I I didn't really think about that. I'm like, shout out to you you for pointing that out.
1: Sidekick sidekick ring.
0: Sidekick ring.
1: Baby, calm down.
0: Yeah, I think this song is sickening
1: i feel like this possibly eh, no it's maybe one of the most simple songs
0: i think that could be a a statement that could be backed up it's definitely digestible as fuck um and i don't i don't mean to say like the more chaotic songs are not digestible and i wouldn't even say they're just chaotic i just think that in terms of like Western culture, pop music, the mass appeal of the United States, like, what charts here? I think that this record is a lot more varied than that in terms of literal global influence and sound. Uh I think that this song rocks, but I, I am now perturbed at the idea of ending a record that is so... I hate to use the word fierce, because fierce is, like, literally a gay slur, but it's, like, so fiercely, like hers it feels like it belongs to Maya
1: I never thought about
0: it like that but this song does rock
1: yeah it does
0: yeah alright sickening Becca we've made it to the end of this (gasps) record I see by looking on Genius there are a bunch of bonus tracks on different versions of this record but I've never heard any of them
1: no me neither No. no no I think those are, like, the Japan releases got all those bonus tracks.
0: Okay, well, on that note, is there anything you'd like to say about this record before we... Oh, Paper Planes was the fourth single? mm mm-hmm. Bird Flu, Boys, and Jimmy all before Paper Planes. That is crazy! Yeah. That is so crazy. The record had been out for so long. Well, no. I guess no. I guess I hadn't. The record, I never mind. Between the release of Bird Flu as first single in November of two thousand six, Paper Planes as fourth single February two thousand eight. That's a lot of time. Kala was on the fucking map for over a
1: year. It has like oh my god, what did I see <clears throat> on Spotify? Paper Planes has like four hundred million some plays.
0: my god (sighs) Alright I don't have anything else I want to say about this record I really really enjoyed this record as a teen I'm learning now in my 30s Revisiting it for the first time That I didn't know fuck shit about it But truly just from a human with ears Standpoint um, Musically it is so infectious And so cool and so interesting And just so good Um, She is such a unique talent I am obsessed with her I think this record is great do you want to do a final verdict? Mm
1: hmm.
0: All right, ready? One, two, three. It, it rocks. rocks. It's so good. It's really, really cool. Um, would you have any interest in doing Arular at some point in time on the podcast? I
1: never listened to that album, but okay. I could. I was a big fan of the next album.
0: Is that what's, is Yala on that one?
1: Bad Girls is.
0: Bad Girls. What are the other songs <laughs> on that one?
1: I live for bad girls. God,
0: live as die She literally changed the map of, of music with that song. I mean, oh my god! When you click on her on Wiki, her fucking Wiki. She's the only person I've ever seen with a gorgeous Wikipedia picture.
1: Mhm.
0: Oh my god! I'm like actually gagged. This is crazy. Maya.
1: Matangi.
0: Oh, that's after Maya. Cuz I remember Maya has Born Free the vid where the kid gets bombed at the end.
1: Oh, I guess I totally overlooked that. Also, why the fuck is my Spotify telling me that I recently listened to Minus the Bear? I have not listened to <laughs> Minus the Bear. I haven't even clicked on Minus the Bear. Why is that yeah. showing up in my recent <laughs> Mat- history? <laughs>
0: Matangi has Yala on it, which is a really great song. But I think, is Yala Bombs Go Off when I. No, that's some other song. Or is that that song?
1: Oh my god, Yala sounds awesome though.
0: (laughs) Mecca, you need an exorcism today. (laughs) Oh my goodness, God. In. Alright, Becca. I love you. This was so fun.
1: Um, did we like say goodbye for the pod?
0: We'll do it literally right now. Are you ready? One. Thanks.
1: Two. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Three.
0: Th- I I was in my I was in my I was in my mom's stomach. <laughs> uh thanks for listening to it, Rockstar Sucks. Hope you enjoyed this oh my. insane episode. We made it. We made.
1: It. Uh, what's Bye. the graduation song? I don't want to play that.
0: As we go uh, on, we remember uh, all the times we had together. Beautiful.
1: I'm stopping. Thank you. Bye. Bye it rocks or
0: it sucks is produced and edited by becca high and carl kuhn it's mixed and mastered by becca high you can follow the pod on instagram or twitter at it rocks or it sucks thanks for listening and feel free to like follow rate review share do whatever you want bye